Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to the fringe of it episode number 46 I'm nervous I'm not gonna lie it's been how many months July August September October November December it's nearly been seven months it's mad but we're we're back we're back with a bang I know let's maybe not promote the bang because it might not have a bang I know it might be be crap I've been Listening to a lot of podcasts, everyone's talking about podcasts, and I'm just like, I feel like we're at, we're like out of the loop. All these bright young things. I know. I feel like a nana. I was like, what do we even record on? What is this? <laughs> Bang the microphone. Is this thing on? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, the little lines on my laptop are going up and down, so let's hope for the best. I know, but apologies that in seven months the audio will still be <laughs> the quality that it has been since we started. But do enjoy this free content that we're putting out. Oh, <laughs> um, But how are you? I mean, how? where to begin? I know. I don't want to apologise too much for being away because I think we needed it. I think we needed it. I was just saying then, like, I felt really excited to record. I yes. felt excited. But I think where we've just both been so busy and burnt out with other work, not burnt out, but just when things in life is demanding, mm. sometimes you've got to put a plate down. And this was the plate. Um, we're both married. Oh, my God. We've been on, well, I've done a honeymoon. You've, are we calling that honeymoon? We've considered a honeymoon. We've considered a honeymoon. Uh, you have pushed out a book. I know, which... Which could be out by the time this episode goes live. <laughs> yeah, who knows when, like, we're recording this at the end of January. Who knows when it's going to be out in the universe? Summer is beautiful at the moment. <laughs> what date is your book out, Liv? It's the 6th of February. Right, hang on, let me consult my diary. This could be out the morning after your launch. So if the book is out, um, you can you can read it now, if you wish. No, t- right, firstly tell them where to pre-order or just buy it, because we're not sure okay, which so side of the fence we're on. If, if you're pre-ordering, you can pre-order on Waterstones or on Amazon. Um, it's called The Insecure Girls Handbook. Um, and yeah, it's on those places. Tell them the tagline, I like the tagline. Oh, join the club, then learn how to leave it. Brilliant. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but if it is out, you can get it from all good bookshops, including Oliver Bonus. So if you're, if you're walking by, you can always dart in and and you're doing a little tour as well I am we're just getting straight tour. into the plugging I know thank you very much um I'm doing a tour which is 
four dates at the moment. I want to know how to get tickets. What, what do I have to do? Well, hopefully, at this point, the link will be out, which will mean it's available. Hopefully, there will still be tickets. I'm sure there will, because um, it will just be like my <laughs> mum and dad. <laughs> oh, Hi. Yeah, I mean. Um, but we're doing dates at the moment in Liverpool, Manchester, Edinburgh, and Bromley. Oh, my God, I'm literally Hello. that Bromley one. Sorry, I've just found a new spot on my chin that wasn't, that I didn't, I hadn't. I don't know, registered before. Oh, God. Sorry. You're literally Stevie Nicks. I, I feel like it. I felt like I was talking to one of my friends the other day and I was like, I need a tall wardrobe. I was like, do, do you, need do you reckon I could wardrobe? be like Mrs. Maisel and expense it? <laughs> I reckon. I, to the publishers. Does the tax man want you to like embroider your name into your clothes? Or like it has to be like, I don't know. Don't tell me this. Uh, that's one thing I found about January is I find it really anxiety inducing when people tell me the things that their accountant or tax person has told them because I'm like, ah. Well, the rule I think the rule is like no clothes unless it's for work. Oh, do you know what? I'm not even going to get into let's it because I'm going to have emails and people are going to be like, you can't expense that. Yeah, no. Do you um, know what? Let's just I, cut this bit. I think the best, yeah, let's cut that bit. I think the best rule for tax returns is just to do it your way. As long as it's legal, then you're paying money. Yeah, as long as you're actually paying your tax, cough, cough, masters, companies, cough, cough. Yeah, I think as long as you're paying your tax, then do it your way. And um, we got into tax quite quickly. We did. Uh, let's, let, let's move on. Um, how's your January been on a scale of one to ten? January has been, I'd say, a six. A six. A six or a seven. It's not oh, been bad. That's all right. Yeah, no, it's felt it's been good. We went away to New York, which was amazing. I I love New York so much. Um, so we've been to New York, and it's just been like a, a fine month. I can't believe that was in January. It feels like. A million years ago that's yeah, how long January it's, it's is it's been a long month how has yours been I know it's been a bit like yeah mine's been mine's been knickers is that pants <laughs> it's been knickers I've been ill I was ill before Christmas with food poisoning and then I've been ill with this virus like not even a cold like I don't even want to I can get on with a cold yeah. I can do things this was not um and then also as well I had like 50 day period cycle like I had to oh. wait for my period for six, uh, 50 days so I felt like I had PMS for three weeks, which was... Oh, um, that's intense. Yeah, it was a lot of tears. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm out the other side now, um, and I'm not sure if that's a coincidence that it is the 29th of January, or, I don't know, it's my hormones, who knows. But I'm investigating all that further, so I will keep everyone updated. Maybe you need, like, like my Love Island Minute, you need your PMS <laughs> Just like to talk about my hormones. What else have I been doing? Oh, actually, um, I wanted to talk about... Ray, um, I always say to Liv that I should have like a Ray buzzer every time I talk about my life coach. We should just like hit it, yeah, because it's I do. I'm like, and Ray says, and Ray says, but Ray said, um, that January actually is a really useful month. So obviously, it's so easy to busy your mind with like Christmas and work, and some people use alcohol and all these different things. But January is so quiet. Well, it is for me. It other people, it may be like August or. I don't know, but it's time for like all those feelings that you're trying to like suppress that yeah. just bubble to the surface and you're like, oh, I might have to deal with that, that yeah. reoccurring feeling that I get all the time. I do quite like that. I know there can be a lot of pressure in January for like resolutions and new things, but I do like a fresh sheet. Like, and I, and I feel like you can do that at any time of the year, but I do kind of like... The fact that it's quite linear and you could be like, right, what am I focusing on? Mm. Kind of like having a bit of space to kind of figure things out a little bit. Yeah, I think reflecting is really good. I think what I've done before is like try to tackle the the clean sheet before the reflection. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, it's good to kind of like, yeah. Yeah, so I've done like a lot of sorting 
Like I don't know if you've seen my Instagram stories, but I mean, to the point where I had to like intervene over messages where I'm just like, I can't get a WhatsApp back, and she's painting a bloody wall again. (laughs) Like Jesus, you painted it a month ago. (laughs) I know that's happening as I speak. Um, but yeah, it just feels really good. Like you know, just really boring things. Like when you're a grown up, like we had a compost bin and it was just really gross. Like no one ever wanted to touch it. So now I've moved the bathroom bin which is now our compost bin and we've got a new bathroom bin where it's got one half recycling and then a smaller component I for like saw this so you know just things that can't be recycled because the problem with our bathroom bin is that you just put everything in there you put toilet roll holders you put like like your contact lenses you put all sorts of things and then who wants to go through it at the end yeah I'm like the person that stood at the big bin sorting out my bathroom That's bin me. and in my dressing gown and to be honest I'm done with it. Yeah. I was listening to um, A Beautiful Mess. They've just released a podcast. I say just. I mean, I don't know when it came out. But I've been listening to them all. I find it really really comforting while I've been sorting. Um, And I think Elsie was saying, like, if it bothers you every day, like, do something about it. And I was like, yes. So I feel like I need to write that down. (laughs) Literally, I've got a notebook in front of me. Sort the bin out. But I've just been doing, like, really boring stuff like that. But And just getting rid of stuff so you can actually put stuff away and hang stuff. and yeah. I don't know, just so the house actually functions, and I think we should talk about the shared notes function that I discovered. Oh my god. But on that topic, just tidy space, tidy mind is yes. so, like, it's cliche for a reason. Well, yeah. I mean, there is that phrase that I haven't actually thought about. Yeah. yeah I should have maybe thought about that sooner. You're like, oh, wow, that is the last piece of the puzzle. <laughs> I thought I'd invented the wheel. <laughs> Liv and I, like, I haven't seen you for ages, and we were just having a bit of a chat about. Like, the running of a house and, like, living with our husbands now. And, you know, how they still got our nerves a bit, you know. Um, but, like, just, like, teething... Not teething problems, because we've been together, both been with our husbands for, like, a decade. But just, like, the running of a house sometimes can just cause a bit of friction. And the shopping list is one in our house where it just isn't efficient. Like, it's just not run efficiently. Yeah. So I discovered, and I don't even know how I discovered it, that you can share notes with another human on and it is on an apple iphone i don't know if you can do it on like android or the other phones that are available um and not only that but you can turn it into a to-do list so actually you just press it and it ticks it off and it like live updates and gives you a notification when the other person's updated it we've now got three different lists we have the shopping list the uh food planner whatever that's called meal planner that's the one and then like general life to do like Check out life insurance, sort the pension, boring things oh, that's so that good. need doing. Yeah, that's the thing. And we were talking a little bit about emotional labour as well. When oh, you kind yes. of ask we got into somebody it. to do a task and you're like, at that point, they should write it down. Like, at that point, your husband or your significant other. Yeah. Because otherwise, then I'm having to still remember it. And then it's like, I can't remember everything I've asked for help for. Yeah, like, so with the shopping this thing, for example, like, because we didn't have a system, even though I should have just had a pen and paper in our kitchen, but we didn't. So I'd be like, I don't know, using the butter, because I seem to run out of butter a lot. Maybe I should slow down on the butter front. And I'm like, we need butter, but I need to remember to write it down where. Yeah. And Or, like, the next time Jack goes to the supermarket, because he does a lot of the shopping. Whereas now, I just get my phone put butter in he's seen it I've seen it I can just let it go and your toast is sorted is dry dry no more yeah so yeah that's uh, that's my January exciting I know it's been it's been a January is always a funny month for one reason or another I think yeah I feel like next year I'm ready for it I feel like next Jan I need to book a sunny holiday 
I thought this, but then I was like, I can't operate my entire life booking sunny holidays in January. So I need yeah. to find a way to deal with it. Not to like, you know, I'll... Not to piss on your bread. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, a sunny holiday seems like a great option. But how can I deal with it if I'm not getting any sunshine? No, true. How have I dealt with it? Because I feel like I've avoided largely... The, I've been stressed, but I've avoided the blues. How have I done it? I reckon um, it's that trip to New York. I mean, that probably bloody helped. Didn't yeah, it? <laughs> I mean, with. it helped me. I was like, has she updated Instagram yet? Is I she awake like yet? I've got my diary in front of me. I'm like, what have I done this month? Rather than sit watching you read your diary, we should move straight on to Teletop. Yeah. Just as a note, we have kind of themed this episode as a bit of a telly and film roundup of last year and this year because there is so much to catch up on. And we just, we haven't checked in, and this is our favourite thing to talk about. And there is so much to talk about, so we thought, right, we're going to dedicate it to film and TV. I'm worried that we're not going to, we've got 45 minutes, and I seriously have watched the entire of Netflix, the entirety of Netflix. Where to begin? We've got a new sofa, which I'm thrilled about. And it's, I don't know, three months old, and already my bum imprint is on there. Oh, it's got like a space. Yeah, because I've not moved. I've not moved. I have to take myself for walks. I mean, the luxury of being freelance. But, um, you know, as soon as June's in bed, that's it, telly. Yeah, I'm so impressed. Because I feel like you're the Netflix queen. And I feel like I'm the terrestrial... I don't know, there's not there's not another word for this. You might, you might be talking about this, but I put terrestrial TV on the other day and I nearly fell off my sofa. There was that masked singer on. Oh, my God. What is that shite? I mean... I bet you love it. Do you know what? Love <laughs> would be a word. Um, I don't love it. I just... It's that thing where we, like, me and Joe sit down and Joe kind of rolls his eyes and he's like, oh, what is this? And then before you know it, we're both kind of, like, going, oh, I hate it. I can't turn it off. Yeah. Jack and I... Because, yeah, we, we just watch... We have, like, 50 million subscriptions to, so like, Apple TV, Now TV, Netflix. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. And then every now and again, we catch terrestrial TV and we're like, what? What is going on? I it thought is, I was on drugs. It is bizarre. Like, Joe showed me a really funny tweet, and it was like, guy wakes up after five years, and turns <laughs> on TV, and it's like... The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. And that's the thing, and I like, I don't... It, it, as a concept, you're like, who signed this up? Yeah, like, I just want to be in the meeting rooms. But anyway, I'm not going to give any more time to that. Tell, yes. me, tell, tell me what the first thing is that you've been watching. Oh my God, so... I've got both, I've got two lists, I've got films and TV. While we're on TV, let's start with TV, because I feel like... Let's you, do it. You've got a lot of TV to share, but I'm one of my favourite programmes of last year and this year that I have, like, I feel like every time I meet someone, one of the first things I say to them is, have you watched Stuff Let's Flats? You're obsessed. And the next thing they say is, say that again, because it's like, I'm like, have you seen Stuff Let's Flats? And they're like... I literally don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> where can I find it? Because I, you keep telling me to watch it, but I feel like I need to remember where to watch it. It's for on, for on demand. For on demand. I'm, I'm not there a lot. That'll be why. Yeah, so it's basically about a letting agency um, run by a man and his children. Um, staff is one of the letting agents. And it's just this really silly comedy about him going and letting flats with people and just the things he gets up to. And it is so ridiculous. But just like kind of weird humour, but just so silly. Yeah, there's catchphrase central to be had. That's why I want to get into it. Because you keep doing the catchphrases and I'm like, I want to, I, I want in. Yeah, there's a few things that he says that I keep repeating to people. And if you don't get it, you're just like, I'll be like, oh, silly Billy Awards. And someone's like, 
Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. Um, but it's just the funniest thing. The episode's like 25 minutes long, so you can just fly through them. I love it. I love an under half an hour yeah. show. So it's Jamie Demetrio and his sister, and they are both exceptional. They're so funny. If you, like, you'll recognise, if you've watched Fleabag, you'll recognise him from the first episode of Fleabag. Um, he's the guy she meets on the bus with the teeth, who I think she refers to as Rodent Man. But it's incredible. Like, it's, I think it's one of the funniest shows. Right, I'm going to put that to the top of my to-watch list, and I know I say this to you a lot, but I actually mean it. Yeah, it's, it is brilliant, and I was at a party, oh my god, there's no way of saying this, that sounded like a wanker, but I was at a party, and he was there. And you I, didn't grab him. I, I, I touched his arm gently. And <laughs> you I interrupted like, gently. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I was like, I'm just saying, I'm a really big fan of stuff, so he was like, oh no, I'm just really stupid, and I was like, no, you're not. Aww. He's like, but I think he's like quite normal and self-deprecating and just like very Our favourite kind of person. And yeah, to be normal, you must self-deprecate. <laughs> I don't encourage that at all. But um, yeah, I'm completely obsessed with it. So that will be, that's the first thing on my list. What's well, next? I'm trying um, to read your list upside down. Oh my God, this is like the most obscure list of anything ever. I'm going to quickly talk about something I don't think you've watched because the rest I know you have. And it's Baby Chimp Rescue. <laughs> Why have you not told me about Baby Chimp Rescue before? Because I've only been watching it the last few weeks, but it's on BBC Two. Oh my god, I'm, li- I'm already dying. And the thing is, they show it on a Saturday morning as well, like an omnibus. So well, June, I love that. Oh my god, and it's like a really like it's not one of those animal programs that you end up broken hearted. Like obviously, that's sometimes the state of the world, and it will break your heart. But this is just so Baby wild. Chimp Rescue. I just yeah. need to log that information honestly and it's just about like rehabilitating baby chimps and just i can't i might even cry honestly it will make you broody Broody i I mean i just saw a very small baby and i'm more i'm already there oh they're just so precious and oh then the couple that um run the sanctuary like on one of the episodes they're in bed with all these chimps and their dogs and they're like oh no no it's not ideal and i'm like it looks ideal (laughs) It's so perfect. It's so gorgeous. And there's a chimp called Jojo who is just like so cute and naughty and takes people's hats. And oh, honestly, it is amazing. Um, I'm in. What else is on your list? So there's Baby Chimp Rescue. Um, Look at me over the table. I'm just, that's what I'm just, just cannot wait for you to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's the best. It's amazing. Do you know what's great? You know how bad my memory is. I've watched series one and then series two came along and I just watched series one again and I could remember bits and bobs like the fish and chip shop, but my memory is so bad that it was just like watching it again. That's how I, I mean, I've not watched series two yet. It's, it's exceptional. But I'm in love. Did you watch the Bake Off special with Derek? No, 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 no. And I'm so, only because again, I did. I just didn't know when it was on. I needed a Radio Times. I nearly bought one at oh, Christmas because I thought of you. Yeah. I knew you would have done. <laughs> it literally sat at the bottom of the sofa, and I was like, "Pass me the Radio Times, dear." Um, but it is amazing, and as well as being completely in love with it, I also watched. Is it Q? Is it? It's Q. Not QI. It's um. What's the quiz called? What is that quiz called? What earth Mastermind. was that? Mastermind. What earth was that? Mastermind. I don't think I've ever seen Mastermind. So Dylan Llewellyn, who is the guy in Derry Girls, was that on poor it. guy. I mean, I fell in love with him. He's he is, amazing. He just seems like the nicest, most gentle, kind person in the world, and I'm obsessed. 
What was his specialist? What was his specialist subject? Quentin Tarantino films. Oh, interesting. Really, interesting. Really good. I think Claire. Claire's my favorite. So I'm obsessed with. Claire. Do you know why I'm obsessed with Claire? Her face, her facial expressions. Like that is me. Just like constantly like. She followed me on Twitter over no. Christmas. Oh, and I was... <laughs> wanker bell. I know. I know. Oh, wait, oh, no. Can we cut that out to sound like? A no, 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 no. I'm not cutting it out. I oh, refuse. No, no it's staying. I've got a dustpan for all the names I'm <laughs> but I'm obsessed with her, and I feel like I want to keep. I feel like one of the Derry girls was photographed with Jonathan Van Ness. Yes, it was her. Yeah, it was, it her. was her. I was yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. See, the, my memory was like, no, you're wrong. And yeah. I just saw those two on Instagram, and I was, I just wanted to. I wanted to be there. Yeah, I wanted to be in. What were they too. talking about? How much fun were they having? Oh, not not enough. I've much. just checked IMDb and um, Derry Girls is back for season three in 2020. I don't have a date, but just bring me more. They're so funny. Yes, it's just it's just so easy and but joyful. It's so, to watch. it's so interesting as well. Just kind of like looking at the politics yes. of that time because yeah. whilst we've kind of all grown up with it. I don't know, I've just kind of gone off and researched stuff after the episode, because whilst it's, you know, it's meant to be a comedy, actually it touches on some really important kind yeah. of history and politics. So we're getting educated at the same time. I wish it had been out when I was studying my GCSE history when I was doing History of Ireland. It would have been a really, like... Did you do GCSE history? Was that a choice? Yeah. Interesting. I did RA just, oh, just yeah. as a side note. Really, do you know what? I remember quite a lot about like history for Jesus you know, I would do it now but at the time I was like nah we did like history of medicine history of Ireland that was quite interesting oh, that a level history good. less so yeah it was more intense um, right what have I been watching okay I'm going to mention something I know you have watched okay. and that is Modern Love hey, I'm like starring it yes um, talk to me so I'm up to episode 5 Okay, so you, there's eight... But, there's, oh, go on. I've read the book, so I know all the stories. Fine. I got the book afterwards. So I've... It's an eight-part series on Amazon, um, and it's based on a column from the New York Times, and it's also a book, which we both have. Um, and I just think it's brilliant. Like, I just think it's, like, love stories, but in the, they're all, like, complex, messy, and nuanced glory. Like, it's not, like, traditional Hollywood, boy meets girl, they fall in love. Yeah. Like, and it... It, it, I just think it's brilliant. And my, um, the Anne Hathaway episode is my favourite. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I have. And do you know what? When I first started, because obviously each one is directed by a different person. Yeah. So each style of the way it's shot is so different. Mm. And when I started watching that, I was a bit confused. And then I read the book in between and I was like, oh my God, this has articulated it perfectly. Mm. Like she has done such an incredible job. And I watched it and it, it's, it's amazing. And it communicates something that I think I was like, it it helped me understand something so much more. Yeah. And I feel like, do you want to explain? I well, like, I don't know. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, like what that particular episode's about. But yeah, I'm not going to ruin it. But I just, yeah, like you say, it articulated it so well. Um, I feel like I'm up and down in my moods, but not to that extent. Like yeah. I don't have a... I don't want to ruin it. I'm not going to say any more yeah. because um, you're not sure throughout the episode and then at the end you're like, oh, okay. Um, but I just thought it made, like, being humans okay. Yeah. It just made me think that nobody's got a clue what's going on and I just loved yeah. it. And the kind of spontaneity and, like, randomness of life, I just think it's brilliant. And Andrew Scott and Def Patel are in it. Please, please. <sighs> I Dev, love What's Dev your favourite episode? Um, the Anne Hathaway one. That Dev Patel one's pretty great. The Dev Patel one is. Dev Patel. Can we please dedicate I a whole... I can't wait to watch David Copperfield. Somebody just messaged me and I'm... 
I, I can't get the babysitting that I need <laughs> to get to the cinema this weekend. Normally, like, it's fine. Can and you not take June for her, David Copperfield? I don't think she's going to appreciate she it. No, I know. I took her to see Frozen 2 and she thought that was absolutely rubbish, so... Can you not put her in another <laughs> one? Right, we're going to put you in for... Yeah, there's Toy Story 4 and just be here when we get back, yeah? Yeah, I thought it was great. And the book, um, I don't know which... Because I was trying to think... Is it better to read the book, watch the show, whereas I'm watching the show and reading the book, and actually, normally I would say read the book, watch the show, but I watch the show and I'm reading the book and I don't think it matters. I think it doesn't, I don't think it matters. I feel like, in a way, I like the fact that I read the book because I feel like I can, it's like bringing those stories to mm. life because I'm like, I know the characters, I know like the kind of intricacies of their life, which perhaps you don't get from the TV or bits you miss out by, like, and vice versa, but... I think either way you can do it and it's still like, oh my God, it's like that. Because I I'd watched the first couple and then read them again yeah. and they both compliment you. They're so accurately and beautifully told. It's so good and that's been confirmed for season two as well. Um, I just, I, I did my research before before I came in. I'm so in. impressed. Um, oh, I can't decide what to tell you about next. I really want to tell you about... I feel like there's going to be a few things that I've not seen, so you might, you might do it. I've got sweaty palms. Oh, you like, definitely go then. Okay. Um, the Morning Show. Yes. I need to talk about The Morning Show. It's on Apple TV, and it was intense. It's it's really good, but it's really important, and I think here I should put a trigger warning in about sexual misconduct and sexual assault. But I'll give you a brief synopsis. Um, actually, a similar film's just come out with Bombshell with... Um, in the cinema Jack yeah. just went to see it but I was like I need a break yeah. I can't, it's kind of like the same premise but this was so good um, so let, let me reference my notes um, it stars Reese Witherspoon Jennifer Aniston Steve Carell and to summarise Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell um, Mitch and Alex nearly forgot her name they are the co-anchors of America's top breakfast show which is called The Morning Show and they've been doing it for 10 years and the opening of episode one is that Steve Carell has been fired for sexual misconduct and it's just it's 10 10 episodes they're going to do a series two as well and I watched it in two days the ending the ending had me screaming like jumping off my sofa like it's really explosive I just I just loved it and I think everyone should watch it if they feel that they can just because it's such a relevant commentary on on the kind of me too movement like blurred lines because at first don't want to ruin it but you're kind of not given all the information so you're kind yeah. of like oh what's the what's the line here and there's like another story of a relationship there's like all these different threads so you're kind of like constantly questioning like, like Jack and I like kept pausing it and being like just like we kept discussing different points which I just love I think that's such a sign of a good show yeah you have to pause it and then be like wow what what on earth is going on here yeah um and I need to talk about Billy Crudup who is Russell in Almost Famous uh, uh, oh, I just I know he's I, in it yeah he's in it and he plays the best character he's like sign the, me up the CEO of the network that actually like runs the show and um he just really enjoys playing with people he's like the cat amongst the pigeons and he kind of plays this like joker-esque character and he's so good and Jennifer Aniston actually won a, a Screen Actors Guild award for her role and I was really peeved because the only thing anybody spoke about that night was her and Brad Pitt and those pictures and I was right. like they should be talking about the morning show, the issues in the morning show, and how great her acting is. Not talking about her frigging ex-husband. Like, I don't know. I, it just got me really mad. Because I just think that it's such a good show. And I'm not one for, like, tense, you know, like, dark shows. Yeah. And that's probably as dark as I would go. Brilliant. Watch it. 
I've it. literally written it down as you were talking. I was going, the morning show. <laughs> in the show, they refer to it as TMS. I didn't figure that out, that they were talking about TMS, as in it was an abbreviation until the end. And then I was like, oh, that's what they've been saying all the way oh, through. the morning show. Yeah. So I literally they, was thinking of the things that was like, too much sex. So they keep um, mentioning TMS, and I'm like, mm-hmm. And Jack, and Jack was like, you didn't get that. No, like, no, I no. didn't. Then I had to, that took me a good few seconds. Talking about something a bit not as great but I couldn't help myself so I went on to Netflix to watch Grace and Frankie which is back for season six yeah um and I'm working my way through that and forgive me there was the goop labs oh and before I knew it I was on I was on episode three I just couldn't help myself I think because there's been so much press about it and you know when things are so hyped it's normally like Game of Thrones or some murder mystery and I'm like can't watch that not for me and I was like I am fascinated about how they've even made this into a TV show anyway wasn't a pile of shite I've said shite so many times it wasn't this. so if I've read a few articles about it so I think it was Medium who like rated each um, episode by how scientifically accurate it was right. um, and some episodes they're like yeah actually this because they get like a specialist in to discuss like whatever topic it is. Oh. The episode that got like a gold star was episode three. Because it's all about vulvas and women's anatomy. And they show like all these different like vulvas and not vaginas. Like Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know that it, well that one was a vulva, one was a vagina. Like the different yeah. parts. Um, and it was just amazing. It was like talking about women's orgasms and I was like this is better than any sex education I've ever had. First episode was about psychotherapy and psychedelics as a treatment for mental health issues. Um, And they were all taking mushrooms, but it wasn't just like they all were just doing drugs. It was like done in like a controlled environment. And then the second episode featured featured this guy called Iceman who basically like meditates in ice and just like workouts in the snow and he's all about like the mind over matter um and then the third episode is about the female anatomy and there is this sex expert and orgasm specialist called Betty Betty is 90 at a push I would have said Betty was 70 Wow. This woman is incredible. Anyway, so the Goop Labs, you're going to love it or loathe it, but I did read another article that said it was the gateway drug to Goop, and I can totally see how you get get there, and then, yeah. you know, episode four I switched off because it was all about um, food and anti-aging, and I could feel myself getting triggered, and I was yeah. like, I'm not. Yeah. Like, after reading that article as well, I was like, I can see how this is a slippery slope, and yeah. the criticisms that that Goop gets but I guess you have to take it with a pinch of salt yeah and that's the kind of thing I went into it with an open mind and then episode three I was like I don't think I've ever seen so many actual real life vulvas oh tonight um speaking of vulvas um, we're here now we're here now um which obviously won't won't be tonight in real time it will be um on demand but on channel four there's a documentary with um Jadira the Slumflower called Bring Back the Bush Oh yeah, um, which is all about pubic hair and why it's become really taboo for women. Um, and it's on. It was on at ten. It's going to be on at ten pm tonight. But another thing which I'm really interested to see. Yeah, I just think it's great that these things are getting more and more mainstream. So you know, the more things on women's health and sex, I mean, ed- sex education is it on your list. It's not on my list. That's another thing. About four people have told me face to face, Liv, have you watched it? You will love it. You and will like, love it. Have yeah, you not even watched yeah. series one? No. 
Live, live, live. So it's back for a second season and it is just wonderful. It's actually filmed in Wales. And so the writer, Laurie Nunn, and the director, Ben Taylor, said they wanted to play homage to John Hughes' film. So like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club. Um, and that's why it's set. Like, it's just really stylized. But again, like I kept pausing it because the production values are so good. Like they've got drones of all these like beautiful forests. It never rains, which is interesting because it's in, filmed in the UK and in Wales. Yeah. Um, and it is a bit ambiguous. And then it's got criticisms. And I'm like, let it just be a beautiful thing. Like yeah. actually what they're talking about is very real. And, yeah. you know, so why can't we have like a really beautiful set and wardrobe and yeah the the production is amazing but like it's really inclusive and the cast and the complex stories that get told don't often get a lot of airtime. Gillian Anderson's incredible and oh. um, I don't think I can decide who my favorite character is in series two there's a new character called Raheem <laughs> he has this like sexual confidence he's amazing there's like an episode about douching and Raheem's like just explains douching without laughing. Like, he's, he's French, he's really sophisticated, and I'm just like, let's all be more Raheem. Yeah. Like, he's and amazing. not be embarrassed. Or yeah, yeah, or... he's amazing. Um, and... I just I feel like I need an explanation now. Yeah. PG Purvis over here. Yeah, well, you'll just have to watch Sex Education. No, it's, I want it's, the Charlotte explanation <laughs> of douching. You're not, you're not, like, I'm not going to do it justice. But basically, okay. um, there's another storyline, which I won't spoil, but there's a character called Amy, and she's really sweet and lovely. Um, and something happens to her that, you know, I wouldn't want to happen to any of us, and, it, you know, it shouldn't happen, and that's a really it's not a nice storyline but how it wraps up is really lovely and then there's a character called Maeve um and I'm just I'm fuming I'm actually fuming with what happened to Maeve is um, this the finale that everyone's everyone's about? enraged um and they're not going to find out if they have a third season until the end of January um they're going to get a third season like there's no way because the whole of the internet's talking about it but yeah. um I was like a bit grumpy once it finished like for two days I was wow, like I'm, gonna put this I'm a bit I like I'm a bit pissed off that sex education has finished but um yeah I, I just love it because I, I was actually looking back last year and I think I put off watching it because it was so hyped and then yeah. I watched it and was like this is remarkable incredible like yeah. it's hyped for a reason and eric as well is also just one of my favorite characters they're all my favorites and i love them i'm so excited. and please watch it please 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 there's another hype program that we haven't spoken about since, i think it was just before we finished <clears throat> and it was something that we i was desperate to talk to you about and we actually haven't spoken about it. we haven't and that's fleabag Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Because you hadn't watched it. No, I hadn't. I watched it. And I know, I think that's how you felt similarly. You thought it was overhyped. I just thought, it's brilliant. You know, more shows by women need to be written. More kind of subjects of that kind need to be written. I don't know, maybe on a second watch, I'd love it even more. I liked it, but I thought it was overhyped, but I can see why it was overhyped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there isn't enough of that. But I just kind of thought that everyone was just maybe a bit horny for Andrew Scott. No. Like, and I, I, mean, I am, yeah. like, I mean, and yes, I always have been since Sherlock. We all absolutely were. But, but then, but then, saying that, like, the in-jokes, like, some people dressed up, um, you know, as Fleabag and her sister for Halloween, and I yeah. was like, this is genius, and then I still use the in-jokes, and if I ever use a gif on Twitter, which is rare, I'll look for a Fleabag one, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like the second time I watched it, I mean, I watched Yeah, it. I would like a second watch, it was great, like, yeah. but I don't know what's stopping me from loving it. I feel like, when I watched, I mean, I didn't watch the first series when it came out. So I watched the first series as the second series mm. was happening because my mum was obsessed and she was like, you have to watch this. And I watched it. I remember the weekend I watched it and I literally binged it. And I was with my mum and she was just like, oh my God. And I was just like, obviously desperately horny for the priest. <laughs> but I was just like... <laughs> Sorry, you said the word horny, I'm done. <laughs> you were like, I can't believe you said it. Nana said it. But it was just like, I don't know. It was... It's, it's just, it made me like, you, you kind of, you hate her, but then you really want, you're rooting for her the whole way. Yeah. And it's, you're just like, oh, like, she frustrates you, but then you're like, oh, I cannot get enough. Yeah, I... She's not a likeable character, but she's such an interesting, relatable character. Yeah, I, I just think it's great, but I think there's other shows out there that don't get the same recognition that they deserve that are better I don't know but, but they can I, all exist like yeah. why do you have to pitch them against I guess each that's, other I feel like it's had such a journey like I mean being at the, the fringe yeah I feel like it's been such a process to get to this really hype stage I'm almost kind of like yeah brilliant about fucking time yeah like it's just, I mean I'm obsessed. I, I feel like it's one of those programs like it's gonna probably sit for me with Pretty Woman and Notting Hill and things I can just watch at the drop of a hat yeah I mean I'm I, <sighs> I don't want to say I don't like it. I did like it, so I actually don't know what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I can just shut up. Maybe it's one of those things, like when a band gets famous, you're like, oh. I'm still furious about Kings of Leon and that sex on fire. Maybe it's the Kings of Leon. You know, she deserves every yeah, inch of her so success. Talented. Like, yeah. you know, great but news so on this it, Amazon so do deal. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. They did, like, really desert their roots. But anyway. anyway. um, A show that I... um keep going on and on and on and on about and not enough people watch is Pose. Um, yes. So season two has just, well, it hasn't just come out. It was last year, but I just want to, I just want to talk about it. It was so good. I've got my mum watching it. And what's great is my mum calls me after the episodes and she like, discusses the issues yeah. because um, it's a lot about how black transgender people are viewed by society or treated by society and I learned so much from watching it you learn so much but you're also entertained as well and I'm not saying that you know you, you shouldn't just watch a program just because it's educational and you have to be entertained all the time but the way that Pose does it is just 
incredible. Um, and it's set in like the 80s, early 90s, um, during the AIDS crisis. I've spoken about it on, on here before. But what's interesting about season two is they just keep... They just keep educating, but at the same time, it's brilliant. And you're just on this roller coaster. You're like, am I crying? Am I, am I obsessed with those sequins? Like, am I, like, it's just so, there's so, it's just, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to communicate it. I've got one friend that watches it and we like talking on DM. She's like, I'm just not overposed. And I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be I, I need to, I'm going to write that down as it's, well. It's sensational. And the fact is, so my point that I was trying to say about it's set in the, the late 80s, early 90s is those issues are so relevant today unfortunately yeah. it's 2020 and like have we moved on I have no idea um but it's, it was great for my mum to watch it as I say and we like keep having these conversations and it and it and it's bringing those conversations to the forefront more so I just yeah. think it's really important um yeah. oh my god I'm desperate what else is on your list so with tv there's one more thing um and that's Love Island and I know you don't watch Love Island but I was wondering where's my timer I was like wondering, where's my timer could I, could, I, could I ask for a Love Island minute? Um, which Love Island is this? This the one that's on now. Is that is that UK Love Island? Yeah, and I just so I just thought it was like another Love Island. No, so basically this year they're doing two. They're doing one at the moment in winter when we most need it. Mm. When we're cold and miserable, yeah, and we can escape. But it's filmed in South Africa. Oh, fine. This is where I got confused. Yeah, so it's going on at the moment, um, and it's just started, um, and it's finally. Finally getting a bit spicy. If I can have a Love Island minute, I can start up in one minute. Fine, fine. I figured out that you can do a timer on Google. It has a very aggressive oh um, like sound. Alarm? Yeah, it's really aggressive. Um, hang on. One minute coming up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Steady. Go. Okay, so I thought it was a bit of a slow start to the series. There wasn't really anyone that I was really warming to. I was a bit like getting frustrated. I feel like Connor um, was quite in, very insecure um I don't think he should have gone because I was just a bit like oh I feel like although he he had toxic tendencies I feel like he was quite misunderstood and also was very insecure by himself and he was trying to address it he was like I'm, I'm uncomfortable anyway at the moment so at the moment we've got Paige and Finn um I did like Paige but I feel like she gets angry at Finn for things that she does um which I'm not totally happy about Shanice is actually someone that the Disney things kind of sometimes I'm like what but I really like her and I'm happy she's like finally getting a bit of a break Rebecca unsure about um Leanne and Mike gutted but I feel like I feel like she could have articulated it better but good for her for being vocal about the fact she didn't want to be with him and I think he handled it really well I've got one more thing Wallace I think is a bit boring um but it could change three two yes! one is that not really, like how aggressive is that? It's good. I did it, and I think I wasn't too rushed. I zoned out. I don't even know what. I don't even know what just happened. Okay, well never mind. But I have got a huge list of films. So. I've got one more TV show to talk about. Okay, you I go. just want to give a polite mention because I think everyone knows who watched it. Yeah. Um, and that's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. But oh. I, I don't feel like we can get into it. I feel like no, but I feel like a whole episode just. I I, I just, my words are stumped because we love it so the much. End, the end. I couldn't believe it. I I'm could not fuming. believe it. I was fuming. I was like, how dare they? Not as much as sex education, I'd like to add. But something that, that again, um, Jack and I talk about, because he works on TV. This is why I always mention him a lot. This is like, TV is kind of like a religion in our house. But you can't have a Kit Kat now. <laughs> Put the Kit Kat I didn't think that Sam would pick it up. Put the Kit Kat down. <laughs> But we said, like, where is series three? That, like, the arc had to go 
had to do that because yeah, it had to, if that was the only way of what was going to happen if she followed on that trajectory don't yeah. use that right you did oh my god my word of the year to 2020 you know where's it going we'll yeah. just have same more of the same season two it which fine i'll have more of the same i can't get enough of it but um what was interesting i thought i'm talking about it is you can see that they've got the budgets now and did you notice every single episode opened with like a really long camera shot so you know like yeah. goodfellas when they're going through the yes, kitchen yeah every single episode opened like that big yeah it was almost like you were just waiting for it to cut like we were both watching it like when when is it going to cut when is it like yeah. this is incredible it's so beautifully done like I think even if you're someone that just didn't love the storyline, you could just watch it and be like, what a visual feast. I nearly got into um, an argument with my mother-in-law because she said that she didn't think series two was as good as series one. And I said, no, I said, you're wrong. I felt like, so we're on series, so we series two or series three. Oh, hang on. What series have we just watched? So we've got the first series, Catskills, and then the tour. Sorry, series three. Yeah. So she said that series three isn't as funny as the other two. And I said, you're wrong. I would put series one, three, and two in that order. One the best. I think it's going to be the best because you're getting to know everything. One, three, two? Yeah. Fine. I'll, I'll take that. Catskills is a pretty series. It's a pretty series, but yeah. not much happens. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could take that out and you could still pick up everything. Fine. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. But yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't want to bring it up again. Me and my mother-in-law have agreed to disagree. I just, shy. Shy, honestly. I ju- yeah, I don't know what to say. Oh, but God. I just want to go somewhere where I can get dressed up and come down the staircase. Well, that, I'm, I'm waiting for opportunity. Hopefully at my book launch next week. Yeah. There are no stairs like that. I might um, get some notes. There's about 10 stairs at your book launch. I mean, maybe I'll, I might ask them to see if they can add some stairs in. Yeah, can we just get some more stairs? <laughs> it, it's just the best, the most visually stunning thing I've ever seen, but I just thought the relationship between um, Susie and Midge this season was just, they were making me howl. Yeah, I love it. I love them. Susie is just... She's so brilliant. So brilliant. The, and the costumes and the scenery and those beach umbrellas by the pool. Oh, and I still I still love Joel a bit. I still love Joel. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm really confused. I know. Are we horny for Joel as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, <laughs> but then I'm like, I look at him I'm like, you're fucking useless. What is wrong with you? I know, I know. And what's Lenny Bruce? Oh. I think I think I'm horny for Lenny Bruce. I feel like I'm we horny for We can't make this a thing. And we can't keep saying horny. This is awful. <laughs> oh God, what a terrible start. And the doctor. The doctor? Horny for the doctor. No, but I'm glad they addressed that whole situation. Yeah. Because I was a bit like, what? what's going on? Yeah, where's he gone? What's going yeah. on? Yeah, in the best hat I've ever seen. Like, I didn't know if I loved that hat when she had that showdown with me. I hated that hat. Yeah, I was no. so confused about how I felt about that hat. That's a lot. I just want to talk about a TV show that I have named my uh, watching, my comfort blanket show. Ooh. Which is what I put on when I'm eating dinner. We're not eating dinner at the table at the minute. We have breakfast and lunch there, but dinner we're eating in front of the telly. I'm sorry, it's winter. Um, or if I can't go to sleep, um, either of us can't sleep, we put that on and fall asleep. And that's not to like, it's not a bad show. It's just I've seen it that many times that that's what we do. And that's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I was just... Oh, yeah. Um, but there's a new season out on Netflix and there's a new season coming soon as well. But my comfort blanket show used to be Sex and the City and then it was Friends and then Friends got a bit problematic and I just... I just can't with friends. Like, I'll watch it and then you're just like, ooh. It has dated really badly, which is fine. It was great at the time. It, it was what it was. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine is my comfort blanket TV and I just wondered what your comfort blanket TV was. What is my comfort blanket TV? I feel like Escape to the Country or just oh, anything yeah. that's like 
become a bit cosy. And yeah. if like BBC, like, oh, actually, I love George Martin's House to Home. Home. It's like a renovation show, but um, he just basically... It's George Martin. Is it George Martin? No, that's not George Martin. George Clark. George Clark. Who's George Martin? Who's George Martin? George, George isn't George Martin, Martin the uh, race driver from Lincolnshire? Record producer. No, what's he? That's Guy Martin. George George Martin's a record producer. Yeah, he was the Beatles record producer. Yeah, he was the Beatles record You're talking about... Um, you're not talking about Guy Martin, who is George, the, the... you know. The George guy. Clark. Yeah, George, George Clark. Clark. You know, Nana's do a podcast. Yeah, welcome to the fringe. George Clark's house to home, old house, new home. <laughs> God almighty. Is there an episode of that in Margate? Yes, there yes, is. Yeah, yes. I just love watching with it. With lovely Joe. Yeah, yeah. I love oh, sorry, oh, just name dropping. dropping. Oh, dustpan. Dustpan. <laughs> um, but I know I really like that. But I do like Escape to the Country because it's just like a cozy program. I like a cozy watch. Yeah. Um, Anything on terrestrial? Terrestrial. Well, that's the thing because we Bake Off. Oh, um, I feel. Go on, go I've on. I've been watching Junior Bake Off, and that is where it is. Was at. there a, a person on there? I can't remember their name, but he was literally the funniest young boy I've it's ever come across. Amazing! It's like it's what Bake Off kind of used to be like when, when before people used to get stressed and anxious all the time because Paul is just like <laughs> Mr. Fear. It is so wholesome and wonderful and. Crew is wonderful, and is it Liam who was on the? Yes, Bay yes, Liam, love judging. Liam. Um, and what are they going to do? Who's left? Um, what is her name? Memory, memory escapes me. Noel and oh, Sandy, Sandy, yeah, Sandy. yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it could either be JVN. I mean, Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah, he photoshopped himself in an Instagram and was like, everyone thought it should happen. That's got to happen. Um, so JVN would be an amazing shout, or. Julian Barrett for a boosh. Yeah. I just don't think we'll be that lucky. No, I just don't know who's going to do it. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, that's all I will say. I they've mean, got They've got to do something with Bake Off, give it a little bit of a zhuzh. I think so. I'd go for Joe Lysett, to be honest. Oh, we love Joe Lysett. Well, I know that he does the sewing show, but I just love him. His oh. Twitter is the funniest thing. So good. Like, uh, yeah, anyway, films. Films, what have you got? I'm just going to agree with you on, not agree with you, but I think I know what you're going to start with. Okay, so should we, I don't know where to start because there are three big films that I loved last year we haven't spoken about. Um, stressful, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I've watched Rocket Man about 400 times. So brilliant. I'm obsessed with it. Did you love it? I, I just thought it was the best thing ever. And do you know what? <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but I'm already, I'm already here. But like, that I can see now why Bohemian Rhapsody was trashed by critics. I get it because that is the story that, well, not the story because they're different people, but yeah. like the way that they embraced Elton and like told it all right. And I can see now how yeah. like Bohemian Rhapsody was like censored. And... I feel like it was very linear and very like proper. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. I would watch it until the cows come home. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, I can see like I feel like like Rocket Man was quite theatrical and a bit trippy and a bit crazy. And also, one thing in it that I wanted to flag with you was when he phones his mum and she answers saying her phone number, and I was like, 
I was like, it's not a myth. Oh, it is not I a myth. wasn't lying. I wasn't lying. And um, there's a really great podcast called Distraction Pieces um, with Scroobius Pip, and he interviews Dexter Fletcher, the director, all about this. But he's really interesting because obviously he came on board halfway through Bohemian Rhapsody, and he like really talks about the differences. Like, not that they have to be compared, but you know, they're two yeah. biopics. Um, and I, that's a really great podcast to listen to. But Rocket Man, um, I then. Rocketman came out in what, like June, July? Oh, hang on. Is this going to tell me when Rocketman came out? We, uh, oh, it came, I went to watch it on my birthday. It came out in May. Um, well, we must have spoken about this. I can't remember. I we can't probably remember have spoken it. about Rocketman. Okay, well, let, we've touched on it. Let's touch it. Should we? Well, all I'm saying is after that, um, Elton's biography came out mm. and it was the greatest thing I've ever read. I mean, Dustpan, blowing heck. You need a garbage truck to pick out the pick up the amount of names that he dropped it was amazing and his relationship with Rod Stewart sounds like the best thing ever I've started it it's in, it's in the bathroom so it's my bath time but... well you need to take him more baths if that's possible <laughs> longer baths it is not what other films you got well I mean are we going to get into Little Women are we yes. going to get into it so yes. what is your history with Little Women because for me I've never read it I've never seen any other adaptations like I knew people were into it same but that's exactly. my first... I feel like we've got the same background for Little Women because I also have the Rifle Company, um, Rifle Paper Company <laughs> cover of Little Women book. Yeah, um, we both bought it. bought it because yeah, it looked nice. Because it looked nice. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And it's something that I've mean, been meaning to read every Christmas because people are like, it's nice, it's a nice Christmassy read. Um, and I get that now because I watched the film mm. and I felt like I was in a Christmas card. So there's this podcast that I listen to, and forgive me because I've forgotten it, but one of the journalists on there came on to talk about Little Women, and she calls it a figgy puddy moving movie, and she also talks about Paddington 2 being like this yes. as well, where you just want to climb in. That is my cosy film. Yeah, because um, there's also the tiger that came to tea when they go to this cafe, and I just want to climb in the cafe, yeah. and she calls that like fig- figgy pudding, oh. and I'm like, yeah. yeah, and I will credit this this lady when I find the source. Yeah, the, the source, but um, so yeah. I just thought it was wonderful. Oh, I loved it. But, but, but all I can say is I can see why people are frustrated that like the same films get made with like the same lack of like inclusion. But I saw somebody tweet and they said, look, we shouldn't be annoyed that Little Women got made. We should just be annoyed that the rest of this like yeah. stuff isn't getting made and new stories aren't being told. Like... I, d- I don't know. Um, I just thought it was in. It was just in the back of my mind while I was watching it. Yeah. But I mean, the costumes, the sets, when they're doing that that bit, um, and they're dressed up in their waistcoats oh, and the shirts, I and they're doing it. like well, I don't even know what they're doing. Like just doing a play, aren't they? I just feel like Bratter just did such an incredible job, and I've been watching so many of um, the variety YouTube videos where they like is it variety or. Um, I think it is where they break down a scene from a film. Oh yes, yes, I've been watching this. Oh, and I just, it's so interesting, and you like learn about everything behind it, and like the thought that goes into every single detail, and it gives you such a whole new respect and perspective on these things because you're like, it, everything is so considered. Oh, absolutely. And um, what I'm really furious about is I was uh, when I was in LA on my honeymoon, um, I saw this patchwork quilted waistcoat and I picked it up and I put it down and picked it up and I put it down and picked it up and I put it down and I left it and I'm just I'm furious I'm I did actually try on a recently and I was like cause my dad used to wear them a lot and I've got a couple of his and I was just like am I that person I think I might be I think in my head I'm Joe Munch everyone thinks that yeah I just 
wonder if we're going to look like Bob Geldof, like a bit Boomtown Raxy, kind of like... I felt like that with Madame Grease and Bandana and Dexie's Midnight Runners, but it's something I'm willing to do. I mean, let's see. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Wear, oh. wear a waistcoat and see if I laugh when I'm who did you. you who's, who's your favourite sister? Um... We're all going to say Joe, aren't we? I don't know. No, I don't think I loved that... Amy. Yeah, and, and then I read and everyone was like, oh, it was hard to make. Like, Amy's not always been likeable. Is it Amy that's not always been likeable? Florence, yeah, Florence. Um, whereas, like, people were like, oh, they made her likeable in this one. So, like, Joe. I don't know. I loved them all. I mean, I didn't find any. I mean, I Timmy. I would, Timmy is my favourite sister. I would, I would probably say that. I had a least favourite... No, I don't know. I don't think I did have a least favourite sister. I liked them all. Sorry, I, don't, I can't pick my favourite. That's fine. You don't no, know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> right, what other films you got? I feel like I need to cut things for better joiner then. What else you got? <laughs> what else you got? I've only got... I've got two more, and I don't even have to mention them both today. Um, Actually, I've got three more. I'm going to mention one more, because we are cutting it for time, um, and that's A Marriage Story. Oh, I've got that down. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're playing bingo. I've got that bingo. I, when that film was over, I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and then sobbed some more. I did you really like it the whole way through? No, I didn't like it at first. I was like, no, I don't need to watch this. There's a couple arguing. Like I can't, I can't relate to this at all. And then <laughs> I can't relate to this <laughs> one bit. I don't mean it like that. But I was just yeah. like, their problems are their problems, and you know, any problems yeah. I uh, relationship problems I might have are my relationship problems and then I watched it I just I don't know I just thought it was I could just see how that slippery slope yeah happens and I and, and I and I think the reason that I cried so much at the end it was almost like a warning story like not to like not get married or not get divorced but just like maybe the way that we speak to each other or yeah. like the maybe the way we interpret things in a relationship like I just I mean there was an incident that I think I don't ever think I could forgive. That was interesting once you learnt that. But that, um, and again, I don't want to ruin it. But the when a certain piece of paper gets found and read, yeah, I mean, that is, was, is that, that was, that was the crux of me where I was just like, Ugh. that yeah. was like, the, I think that was for a lot of people the moment that everyone cracked. Yeah, I was because I cracked. It stayed with me. Yeah. And um, Adam Driver when he does the song, oh, strange. I thought. Me and Joe kind of looked at each other like, what's going on here? I just think he's very theatre. Yeah, he, um, I love him so I just thought his performance was excellent. A lot of people aren't sure about Scott Johansson. I can see that. I can see maybe some criticisms, but I, I, I did think when she did her like monologue and the camera was on her, I was just like, this is... She's amazing. a brilliant actress. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. She's so good. Um, I loved it, but yeah, get the tissues out. Yeah, only towards the end though. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Like all of a sudden, like it's almost a bit like um the morning show where you kind of don't know what's happened, and then you're like, oh, oh, I feel like this, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. I feel quite affected actually. Yeah, I yeah. feel quite affected by this, and I didn't know that it, it was did, gonna Yeah, it just sprung up on yeah, me. Yeah, it's exactly that's it. Kind of like builds up, builds up, builds up, and then it kind of like blows you, and then you go, you get knocked over, and you're like, oh, that film did me in. Yeah, completely. But yeah, on Netflix. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Not enjoyable. Oh, I yeah. don't think I would... It's a funny watch, isn't it? It's like, it's the kind of film... I've seen another film like this recently where I'm glad I watched it, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah, I would not. 
I would not it's go not in. the kind of film you're going to get hankering for, is it? The only way I would go in again is if you wanted to use it as like, a, as I say, a warning tale. So you know, like every now and again, if you're feeling a bit ungrateful, you might put like "It's a Wonderful Life" on, yeah, and be like, "Just learn your lesson from this film." Yeah. And um, if I don't know, you might just want to pop that on and go, "Just learn your lesson." Yeah, you never get a craving for. Though. No, you'd never get a It's craving. not like Pretty Woman where you're like, oh, or Paddington where you're like, do you know what I really need? Fix of that. The amount, the amount that I've, I've finally got Julian's Paddington too. It's exceptional. It's... If you haven't watched it, I think that's, I said to someone, I think that's the reason I was put on earth is to just tell people to watch Paddington Yeah, too. forget all of this that and just watch Paddington Just watch too. Paddington 2. Um, and uh, Jamie Dimitriou from Staff Let's Flats is in it. So, um... That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, the rain on the roof goes pitter patter, pitter patter. Uh, no, no, that was so actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Jack does it all the time. Pit, pity, pat, pit, pity, pat. <laughs> and you know, it's taken me like watching it like twenty times to realise that the scene at the end, he does that when um, what is the wife, the mum called in Paddington? Oh. Uh, no, she is a person of her own. She's not just a wife and a mother, by the way. And I can't remember her name. But you know when she goes round and um, to speak to Felix Buchanan, yes. and then he he tells her about the one man show, and he does it then, and I and I didn't realise that yeah. that was the same one. Oh yeah, yeah. So it took me twenty name. watches to uh, yeah. I feel like we need to credit her with a name because I just called her a wife. Mammy and... Paddington is um. Mary Brown, it's Sally Hawkins. Thank you. You're She's welcome. a great actress. She is a fantastic actress. Fantastic wife and mother as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, I've got... What else you got? I'm go I've got a couple more. I'm going to save them for next week. Okay, so one more film I saw, which is all, all up in the old grills, is Jojo Rabbit. I need to see this. You've told me you passionately. You really do need to see it. I was really on the fence about seeing it. I was a bit like, I don't know where I'm going to find joy in watching a film about like Nazi Germany and that period because I feel like that, that can't be a comedy yeah but it's amazing and it's done so well it's done in a way that kind of I mean having watched an interview with Taika Waititi who directed it the way he talks about the reasons why he made it, and he's kind of his perspective is very much like I wanted to make a film that made us never forget how awful that time was so it doesn't happen again but also how ridiculous these people were mm. who were implementing these regimes because he was like you know because he plays Hitler in the film which is so basically the film is a story of a young boy in Nazi Germany whose imaginary friend is Hitler and it's kind of like the story of them and how ridiculous it was and he was like oh no I did no character research on him because he's a ridiculous man like it just I didn't want to warrant him with that kind of oh, okay yeah I mean fair enough um but it's just like it's a story about friendship and basically the story oh Rebel Wil 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 Wilson isn't it yeah so the story is that this young boy and his mum Scarlett Johansson um who's kind of like fighting the, the good fight um she's hiding a Jewish girl in their loft and the, the boy finds out and it's kind of the way he they become friends, and just it's just a really lovely story amongst this topic, which is so heart wrenching. But just the way it's addressed, like it has got a very serious undertone, which is obviously completely necessary. But it just makes it a film that you can watch and kind of think, oh my god, but also come away feeling like wow that was really beautiful mm. um but I just I loved it and I really I didn't expect to love it and I went in very kind of dubious and very kind of like unsure and thinking is this can this be right can this be 
a right thing to watch. And I think those, especially those topics, have to be approached with a certain sensitivity. But I think he did an exceptional job, and I really, really like the last scene. I keep watching it on YouTube. It's just this dance, and it's just it's to David Bowie Heroes, but in German, and it's amazing. I cried all the tears. Okay, I need more babysitting tokens. You really do. What Jack and I at the moment, I'm going to stop mentioning Jack, I'm sorry. I've been, winter, I don't leave the house a lot, <laughs> and I spend a lot of time with my husband. But um, we're at the stage now where we're going to see separate things at the cinema. So he went to see 1917, I went to see Little Women. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll go see something else. And I, I think we could watch I that one like together. I feel like we could both watch together. And I know we've briefly mentioned, but... I wouldn't normally do a to-watch list, but I am going to see the personal history of David Copperfield as soon as I can. And Emma. Emma, yes. I'm going to see Emma Emma next week as well. One thing I did watch in New York, um, another um, nominated film. I don't know if it's nominated for anything big. I think it's more for sound. Well, maybe it can have a fringe of it nomination. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's The Lighthouse. Oh, what is that? Um, Not for you. Oh, not for me. Um, Oh, oh, it's got William uh, Robert Patterson in. And William Yeah, so... I didn't know much about it, but Joe was saying, it's not out in the UK, can we see it? And I was like, yeah, of course we'll see it. Like, I've dragged you around 30 vintage shops, we'll do something for you. <laughs> Fine. Fine, you win this time. Don't say I never do anything. I know. And I was like, oh, Robert Pattinson, do you like him? Um, and Is it Pattinson? 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 Oh, God, I've been pronouncing that wrong as well. What were you going to say? Patterson. <laughs> Robert Patterson. <laughs> um, so I was just like, okay, I'll watch it. And I knew it was all shot in black and white, and I knew... Um, a bit about it, but I didn't know that it was like um, a psychological thriller. Oh, absolutely not for me. I mean, watching it, like I feel like I like I wouldn't. I, I didn't mind it. Like it was like if you'd have told me it was a psychological thriller before I'd seen it, I'd have never walked into the cinema. But there are a few. I feel like stills from the film on IMDb, and they are terrifying. I feel like you'd watch it. Like I feel like I'm actually quite good with this kind of film because I just watched it, and my face was just like, what? What? What's going on? Um, but it was, it was, <laughs> Charlotte's covering her eyes. Um, it was, do you know what? I never comment on this. I, mean, I feel like there's a real fear of sounding really pretentious when you do comment on it. But the use of sound was exceptional. Like, it was stirring. Like, there was, at the beginning, there was so little narrative, but the use of sound just like runs through you. And it's just so well done. Like, I've never noticed, I'm not someone that watches a film necessarily. I mean, when I watched Joker, because it was quite scary. I could um, not believe you watched it. I was focusing on like, oh, the colour, like there's use, a really certain use of like. Oh, um, even the mention of the word Joker terrifies me. There was like a real use of like blue and like um, brown, like a real 70s tone. Is this what you were saying? Yeah. While it was I was having to like focus on the like the art direction and that was beautiful. With this, I was like, God, the sound use is exceptional. And it was, re- it was nice to see Robert Pattinson in a role like this, which I was like, it's so, I mean, I say that like I've watched his whole portfolio. I've watched I mean, I have. <laughs> I have. I've watched Twilight 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> and that other one that he was in that is really devastating. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but is it you're the I, I know you're the, the one. one you know the one I know the one out um, of nowhere yeah your heart oh can't, out. can't cope so you recommend the lighthouse I recommend if you're I feel like if you're if you're a real film buff who doesn't mind watching something like a little bit scary very well done very different to anything I've seen being like it's all shot and like um I can't remember I'm not. <laughs> film person <laughs> um, why am I bothering why do I sit and do a podcast so what, what was it filmed on what do you mean a like, camera but like the way it was all in black and white and the way it was kind of shot do you mean the, the ratio yeah 
It was shot in a yeah. certain ratio. Lovely. Um, apologies, apologies. Um, but it was. I think it was really, really well done. And actually, do you know, I was watching it and I imagined. So the director is Robert Eggers, and I didn't know anything about him. Um, and I just imagined him to be this really old guy, and he's like this really young, happening kind of guy who's like it's his second film. He's just like incredibly talented. Oh, thirty six. And yeah. I was just like, I mean, I, I shouldn't be so surprised, but I think No, but it's, you know, um, I was having this conversation the other day, you know, what would you say is the age of a successful film? And they, you know, they are generally older because yeah. it takes a bloody long time to I get know, there. I was just so surprised because you just seemed like this really cool young guy who was just like, oh he yeah, He just chill. looks like, you know, anybody you might know. Yeah, and he's just like, to attack about his wife, and I was like, cool, good for you. Um, so um, yeah, I did see that, which is definitely something that I didn't expect to see. One more film. Can I squeeze out one more film? One more film. Go on. Blinded by the light. Uh, oh, hmm. Okay, go on. Oh, oh. Yeah, go on. See, I loved it. I loved it with every inch of my being. And it was so cheesy, like so painfully cheesy, but I loved it. I love Brenda Charda, who's the director, because she did Anderson's and Perfect Snogging and Bed It Like Beckham, which are two of the highest rated films in my catalogue. So, I wanted to love Blinded by the Light, like Bruce Springsteen, What's Not to Love. Um, And I thought the first half of the film was a bit slow. I thought the second half of the film was amazing. I cried about eight times. I tell you what, I watched it out, pointing at you, sorry, um, at a place called The Kinema in the Woods, which is this really cute independent cinema in Woodall Spa, and they have an... um, what do you call them? A break. An interval. An interval? In yeah. Films. And by the way, that used to happen when I was younger. I don't know if oh, anybody God, used to... No. Yeah, it used to happen to me. No way um, and it, it still happens here. And um, sometimes as a pianist on special events. But anyway, um, and w- I went to watch it there. And I found the first half, as I say, it, I found it a bit slow. Second half, I thought it was incredible. So I don't know. I don't think I was like in a bit of a mood, like to not oh. enjoy the first half because I thought the story was brilliant. I loved the story. It was just like, unfortunately, it felt so current as well. Even though it was, uh, yeah, like, I was just like, wow, like how, 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 like honestly. But I loved it. I loved. There was a scene where um, there, there's a huge like joint sing along scene where he's in. Um, this like square. What's what is Bruce Springsteen song? Um, Thunder Road. And they're all singing. I'm, I'm to, trying not to oh, sing. Come to manage. and I was like, it's with Rob Brydon, and I was just howling. And it was just it's. I think Rob Brydon was my problem, and Rob <laughs> Brydon should never be a problem because I'm obsessed with that man. I think because it's because it's like it's almost a bit jarring. You're like, oh fuck, it's Rob Brydon. Yeah, you're like, are you gonna do anything funny? I loved it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was just like... A I mean, I'd give it a uh, seven and a half, eight out of ten. I wouldn't... I, I really enjoyed it. I just thought it was Again, like Fleabag, I, I, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't overhyped only by me. No, no, I mean, maybe you hyped it too much to me, but I thought it was great. I would I would go again. What did you think about yesterday? Oh, I liked yesterday. The question is, not that you have to pitch them against each other, would you rather watch Yesterday again or Blinded by the Light again? I think I would go for Blinded by the Light, which says a lot. I've watched both again for different reasons. Yeah, yesterday... There's a scene in Yesterday which always makes me cry, which is right at the end where um, he sings, Oh, bloody, oh, bloody, with all the score children. Yeah. Um, so Mark Mark Kermo did a review of Yesterday, and he said there's a scene in it which does not need to exist, um, and it's where he goes and visits somebody. 
Oh, yeah. And I just didn't get that. I just thought that was really in bad taste. I thought the film was great. Just take that film out. Like, take that scene out for me. Because I had those feelings. And then and then Jack was like, oh, have you listened to, like, um, Simon May and Mark Kermode review it? And then Mark said that. And I was like, agree with you. Like, I don't yeah. think that... Ne- I just don't know what the point of it was. Like, I just thought it was in really bad taste. Yeah, see, I feel like I, I, feel like I just kind of went in with rose tinted glasses. And I was like, oh, heartwarming, oh, heart. But then I guess it was just a very... Yeah, I didn't... Mm. Like, there's been some great films about, like, you know, our favourite bands, like The Beatles, yeah. Bruce Springsteen, um, Queen, that's Elton John. Thing, like, like, that's yeah. not to be sniffed at, because that, yeah. that doesn't come up, like, those, that doesn't happen a lot. We're very lucky that in the last few years, we've been, we've been granted some goodies. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good, and I'd loved Ed Sheeran in it, actually. Did you? Yeah. Oh, no, see, I feel like that was a bit jarring. I was oh, like, interesting. Just because he was just like... I don't know. I'm like, are you playing Ed Sheeran or are you not? Like, who? Like, do you know what I mean? No, what's occurring? Like, there? are you? Is this Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran? Or are you Ed Sheeran <laughs> playing Ed Sheeran? You know? It yeah, like just, when Steve Coogan plays Steve Coogan, I'm like, what's going on? I'm here? like, are you actually like that? I just can't. Like, yeah. My mind. Um, I thought Himesh Patel in that was incredible. Lily James oh, loved yeah. it, and that cute little town. I did. I I liked both of them. They were great films, and they should be watched. But there was just something. There was something. There was something. Love blinded by the light. Though. Yeah, maybe I need to give it another watch. I it could have been my hormones. Who knows? I think with me. give it another watch. Um, I think we've done very well going through all those films. I've got three more, but they they can be for another time. Yeah, we. I've got three more, and I'm going to leave them until next week. I think that's a good thing. So otherwise, I've nothing to talk about. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, hi Charlotte. I'm like, well, episode two, we yeah. have nothing to say. Yeah, and we've already run out of things. So I hope this wasn't too frantic. But I was passionate that, about talking about TV and film. I know. I feel like we just needed to get off our chest. Yeah. and I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just hope it doesn't come across as a really uh, unprofessional and overexcited, which is pretty much our brand, to be honest. Yeah, unprofessional so. and overexcited. <laughs> I feel like, hopefully now, we can just get loads of five-star reviews and say, unprofessional, but overexcited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, with, with questionable sound. Can't be, you, know, you can't be good at everything. Thank you so much for bearing with us. It has been a roller coaster. Um, and we're back. And we're so excited to be back. And I hope you'll have us back. Um, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Have a good one.